For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. He is a gorilla of destiny, a bullet club OG. Continuing on the legacy of the most feared name in all of wrestling. From Tonga to Japan to America, you are now entering Tamas Island. With your host, the babyface heel, Tama Tonga. Okay, folks, we are live once again. It's Tuesday, January 11th. It's time for another episode of Tama's Island. As usual, we're recording it live here on twitch.tv slash Tama's Island. Thank you to everyone tuning into the live recording. Thank you to everyone listening to this podcast uh, uh, when it gets released or wherever you may be enjoying your podcasts. I am your host, as always, Ross W. Berman IV, the Folk City Hustler, the Culture Vulture, the Disruptor, whatever the hell you want to call me, I'll be that for you this week. (laughs) (laughs) And then, of course... We've got Karen returning to the podcast again. Karen, how are you this fine Tuesday evening? It's a lovely Tuesday evening. I'm doing it, my best. <laughs> it is a lot. I was going to say, you've been a little under the weather like a lot of us here on the island over the past uh, a few weeks. So we're glad glad you're, you're sounding good. Glad you're starting to, to feel a little better. Um, but uh, hopefully you rest up and, and heal up for the rest of that or whatever whatever it is you're dealing with right it's some kind of sinus infection so okay sinus (laughs) infection yeah so that hopefully you kick that bad boy's ass in a little bit but not only do we have karen joining us this week once again returning to the podcast it's the one the only john john how are you this fine tuesday man i am here i am alive uh i don't have an infection i just am an infection i'm here to infect the ear holes (laughs) boy i'm here the hot the hot take machine is here baby the hot take machine i'm trying to put it over so i can get uh t-shirts made (laughs) so here we we're gonna get our weekly viral load of john today on the the podcast very excited we got a lot of fun stuff to talk about but of course we also have with us the one the only tama tonga tama how are you feeling you were a little under the weather last week you're here you're here back on the island this week how's how's life treating you Life is good, man. I'm good to go. I might sound like a little bit still under the weather, but, you know, I can make it. Not, nothing a little energy drink can kick to the curb, right? For the oh, I- whole hour, hour and a half. How long does that go? Oh, yeah. I feel, yeah, we'll probably go an hour, hour and a half. We'll see. We'll see how, how, how long this ends up going. But yeah, shout out to everyone chugging their energy drinks and getting through, getting through this fine Tuesday before we get to too much of the news that's going on in North America. We would be remiss if we didn't do a quick victory lap, a celebration dance, if you will, if you will, because New Japan Pro Wrestling beat Pro Wrestling Noah in Yokohama Arena. Six wins, four losses, and one draw, thanks to the plucky young Lions 
on either side. It was a wild night that not only saw LIJ defeat Congo in a battle for the two most uh, popular factions in uh, in Japan at the moment, I believe. I mean, they're they're both pretty up there right now, but also Kazuchika Okada sharing the ring with uh, Japanese wrestling legend Keiji Muto, young upstart Kaito Kiyomiya getting to share the ring with Kazuchika Okada, and of course, Hiroshi Tanahashi once again getting to go up against his old rival Keiji Muto, and that's just one match I'm talking about. Uh, Karen was also uh, enjoying the uh, third night of Wrestle Kingdom 16, NJPW versus Noah in Yokohama Arena. We had some proceeds go into the uh, Japanese Red Cross. Karen, what did you think of the, 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 the cross-promotional clash? I liked it. Mm. I hope it is the start of a series of pro- 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 cross-promotional clashes. Okay. However, I feel the commentary needs to be a little more balanced moving forward because we only had the New Japan commentary on the call, and mm. I kind of felt they... They were kind of passively aggressively digging at Noah the entire time. And I'm like, if I was a new to Noah fan or someone who's thinking about getting into Noah, I'd be like, do you guys actually like working together? Like it, it kind of gave me this weird vibe. Mm-hmm. Like I, I wanted to enjoy it, but because I like Noah, Noah I can, mm-hmm. I did enjoy it. But as a, if, if I were unfamiliar with it, I could find it kind of a turnoff. That's fair. No, that's definitely fair because there have, there have been a lot of talk of the commentary because that and and it's it, I gotta give a shout out to Kevin Kelly and Chris Charlton because they were in a, a weird position where usually when they're calling a match they just have to call the match but this it felt like they had to get everyone up to speed on not only the matches but the people in the matches and the history that might be going on. And so it it just it did kind of feel like they had a lot of information to dump on everyone and it did kind of kind of keep the the commentary from being as active i think as we're used to from I also, uh, oh sorry no you're good the, gonna... the, go ahead because i was gonna say it, it usually it's it's a much more active like oh he hit him with this oh he hit him with that but this they there was so much information that needed to be brought up there was so much that had to uh had to be dumped on the audience that they were they were kind of in a weird uh a weird position i don't know it it, it i i kind of attributed it to like watching it's like watching a match while listening to a podcast, you know, because it's, yeah. it's not it's not entirely synced up, but it is related to what I'm watching. What I had hoped was they were going to I know they did the series of interviews with wrestlers from each side of the company companies prior to it. But I feel like there could have been cooperation from both companies to put together a video package or a video special to mm-hmm. put on New Japan World or Wrestle Universe or even like, just like, like they do for YouTube. everything else of there. Yeah, but like. <laughs> Like kind of like a a primer newbie. Welcome to our promotion. Here's why you should care about these matches. Because mm-hmm. I felt like there was a lot of podcasts, including this one, that put yep. together intro guides and primers to introduce fans from who aren't familiar with the other promotion. Yeah. But the two promotions involved, sorry to say, didn't do enough homework beforehand. Mm-hmm. They were too busy building up the war and getting you know, like amp- amping up the rage and getting people like psyched for it, but. I just felt like there was just a lot of information gaps that could have been avoided had there been a more informative pre-show. Well, and and that goes back, that goes back to kind of the, the divide I think between North American fans and Japanese fans when it comes to new Japan and pro wrestling Noah, because at the end of the day, Kelly Charlton, 
they are calling a Japanese broadcast. Yes, they are the voice of it, but ultimately it's a broadcast that's being presented to people who know who Noah is and who know who New Japan are. Because on the Isle of Japan, like no one's no one's sitting there going, "Well, what is pro wrestling, Noah?" I don't. Yeah, it, I know. It, it, they they bounce off. They 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 see each other's stuff, and so like it felt like it really made it it made it that much more difficult for everyone on the English commentary team to help get everyone up to date because they're already moving at a clip for where the broadcast is like, you're already up to date. You know what's going on. You know Congo. You know LIJ. And so there isn't room for that video package. There isn't room for that pre-show because it's the same pre-show we're getting uh, in in North America. Also, the it, it doesn't feel like the Abema, uh, the Abema pay-per-view was set up to really be an international broadcast since if you watched it live... Literally every theme song was muted from the New Japan guys, from the Noah guys, whether it's something you've heard every every New Japan broadcast or something that gets muted every time, like Togi which is Which is weird, right? Because some of it's custom, right? It's like, yeah, that, no, that's what I mean. Theme. It's like, it, it very much felt like what ended up happening is they just, it's, didn't all, have it's the, like they're playing Led Zeppelin or something, right? I mean, yes, it's, like, but with, it's their but with, music. But with New Japan World, I would, I would imagine New Japan World has some kind of international rights for the, the music, right? Well, if you're going to work together, you got to. But this isn't this isn't a New Japan World production. It's right. a BMO, which is a Japanese TV station. Mm-hmm. Who usually, when I'm watching a BMO, it's the Japanese feed. Like this was yeah. a rare ind- instance where they had geolocked the Japanese feed, and so I I had to watch what the the North American, uh, what their what their North American presentation is. And I wouldn't be surprised if a BMO just didn't ha- didn't want to, especially for a charity show where they're not getting a full uh, uh, cut of the, the pay-per-view sales. They didn't want to pay for the the international broadcast. I don't know. Maybe the Japanese feed, they got all the music. Hell, they, they maybe did. They, yeah, they, they probably got copyrighted music. They probably got all of the music that, yeah. that anyone had. But over in North America, they we didn't, we it, it didn't translate. It didn't, it, we weren't quite in on the, the show in that way. Yeah, that, um, it's like any kind of, I mean, the way they approach it, America is always going to be second to what they're doing right it's like you know people aren't ready for that conversation tama well yeah and, and, and listen, like, but, but it's about listen it's about time we're second for once you know what i mean you know, yeah. just some make us humble you know and and to be and to be fair and to, until the world until the world fixes itself a little bit we can't buy any tickets it's not like we can put our butts in those seats in in ryogoku or in korokin or wherever and so like they need they need to be catering to the people that can actually show up to the shows. So I I don't blame them. I don't. It's it's not a complaint. It's more of a, a a hilarious observation when you've got me like because it it is it's music that I'm used to hearing and it it does kind of change the the pacing of a wrestling show to not have the entrance music to not have the the music after they, the they bell. didn't even stick any like royalty free stuff in there and the, over. It yeah. sounds like for the yeah, VOD. Yeah. For the VOD, it sounds like they did because I, I had some friends who had bought the pay per view but didn't watch it live, and they're saying stuff like, "Oh, they've got like La Cucaracha for Naito's theme or whatever." And so, like, I guess that, that's I, a bit offensive. I think. Well, it's it's not offensive. It's just free. Like La Cucaracha <laughs> is a it's is a song that is in the public domain, and so they can. I I don't know. I I'm not trying to I'm not trying to defend it, but I just know that it sounds like they 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 did dub in some they did dub in some music <laughs> oh, on the Lord. video on demand. We'll see we'll see how it looks oh, when boy. when it goes on to New Japan World in a week. So if you didn't pay for it on Abema, you haven't seen it on VOD. It will be on New Japan World and Wrestle Universe on uh, this this coming come, Saturday. come this weekend. Yeah, yeah. So that because that would be exactly a week after after the show uh, uh, aired. But yeah, like I said, New Japan victorious. 
And it, Karen, you brought up a point earlier that you hope this isn't the, the end of a New Japan Noah relationship. It seems that Katsuchika Okada, after his match, pretty much just told Kaido Kiyomiya, look, if you're pissed off about the fact that you couldn't beat me, come to New Japan, treat it like an excursion for a while, and, you know, we Get can, we can see if... Again! Uh, yeah, and we can see, <laughs> see if you can get it done. Maybe you'll get beat, maybe you won't, but uh, it does... It does come all the way over there. No, it's not letting their future ace go to New Japan. I don't think he is either. But it it does it it is a collaborative uh 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 olive branch from from Kazuchika Okada after that after that heartbreaking loss for Kiyomiya. Because I I really do. They have to always make sure that you believe that there could be more down the road. No, and And I I I don't blame them. I'm not saying I'm not saying you know I I it I'm a carny. I understand you got to do that promotional yeah. stuff from time to time. Hell yeah. Um, but I I I did like that kind of touch because Kiyomiya did leave the ring in tears. He was he was heartbroken over the fact that he couldn't beat Okada, and so Okada kind of showing that respect, especially since we talk about the animosity between the two promotions okada was kind of the one leading the charge like man noah's the amateur leagues i haven't really been watching them i'm not paying attention screw these guys i think that's where you know chris charlton and kevin kelly kind of got their uh passive aggressive uh uh, tone from was from because it does kind of trickle down from from the champ downward um and so it was nice to see okada say like look you know you may not have won, but you got you. You've earned my respect in a way. Like, is he? He may not have invited the entire Noah roster, but he inv- inviting Kiyomi is a big deal. I mean, that's a that that does show some, does show some respect from the Rainmaker, and so that's uh that's very nice. And now New Japan is kind of on a break for a little bit. We got the Golden Series coming up at the end of the month. A lot of that's going to be VOD. It's going to be building to the uh, the new... It's, it's, I believe it's either the new beginning or it's just the end of the Golden Series in, in Sapporo where Kazuchika Okada will be defending that title against Tetsuya Naito. Any, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to throw to you, Karen, any last kind of thoughts about the Noah New Japan show outside of the, because we talked about the main event. We talked about Kiyomiya. We talked about Muto getting to exchange blows with uh with okada but that's i mean that's not the only thing that happened on that show I, was it? I mean you know i could go on about how i wish show would have showed up as the show at, in Gleet where he just was gonna walk in and just mm-hmm. chop and kick the, the you know what at its kotoge but it is what it is i've, I've come i've come to terms that this is what he does now mm-hmm. go shiozaki just dropped him like third period french it was fine but <laughs> It's one of those things where when it's a single showcase, I would have not expected, but I kind of was hoping beyond hope that, especially because Kenta Kobashi was talking that particular match up so mm. much that it would have been a little bit more than what it was. Yeah. No, I can, I can see. I personally, I think this it was is what I, it is. I think, I think the Noah New Japan show was show's masterpiece. Because if there is any, if there's any group and there's any group of fans that really respect the uh, the rules and respect the uh, how do I put this, the honor of pro wrestling, it's pro wrestling Noah. And so I would not be. I I do kind of appreciate the fact that Show is the one to show up with the the wrench and uh, kind of be like, look, this is this is how we do things over in House of Torture, boys. Getting that win for. Uh, uh, getting that win for for new japan and for house of torture so uh it's just very uh very interesting i i i i i understand why people might be annoyed at show i understand why people might be annoyed at house of torture but 
Uh, especially rubbing it in, in Noah's face like that, I kind of, I kind of respect it. I kind of, I, I kind of respect, and and Sho seemed to be enjoying himself too. He's got that that shit eating grin on his face. Now. As long as he's having fun at this point, yep. I mean, that's 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 where I'm at with it all. I'm just like, I've got hopes and dreams and aspirations. I want nothing but for the best for him. But you know what? If he's having fun, then isn't that they're all in it for? Is that what everybody's in it for? Exactly. That's, well, yeah, and that's money. the rumor anyway. Fun, it, fun and money. <laughs> Speaking speaking of people just having fun, uh, it Kenta not having a great time uh, oh, last yeah. week with the uh, the Wrestle Kingdom injury that he suffered at the hands of Hiroshi Tanahashi and a very very tall ladder. Uh, Kenta was supposed to reteam with Sugiurigan in uh, uh, Yokohama on the eighth, turning in in some some ways kind of turning his back on New Japan for the night wrestling for Noah, but his injury prevented that from happening. Whoa, 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 whoa! Are you? Are you? I don't want to. I don't want to get all like you know crazy like conspiracy theory on me here. But did somebody like Ninja PW put a hit out on him so he couldn't fight for Noah? Well, you know, I would have. There would. I don't think Tanahashi would have been the one to put a hit out on him. I don't know the way he'd been acting. All, the, all they got to do, all they got to do, is say Tanahashi's trigger word, like the Manchurian Candidate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's, yeah. he's no longer in control anymore. No, uh, he got Jason no. Bourne real quick. It was wild. No, but it, yeah. here's the thing: I would think that theory would hold water, <laughs> except for the fact that Noah. In replacing Kenta, because like I said, Kenta was pulled off of the Noah card. Yeah. They replaced Kenta with another New Japan talent, and so they whatever leak is happening in the boat, they did not patch. <laughs> Toru Yano was the one who ended up uh, taking on taking on Suzuki Gun alongside uh, Takashi Sugiura and Kazushi Sakuraba, and uh, that was I think I think a very funny surprise for everyone. I don't, I don't think anyone expected Toriano to be the uh, the the surprise uh, uh, X to replace Kenta. Uh, Karen, what you what'd you think of of Yano kind of showing up on the the Noah side of things? Well, seeing that as he did a little stint in Noah for a mm. while and him and Sakuraba actually have history together, it was mm. kind of it was kind of a good last minute substitution purely because he's also challenging Suzuki for the KOPW trophy to get his baby back. Very so true. it was like, there really wasn't anyone I could else I could see them slotting in that had some kind of tie to Noah other than somebody else from the Noah roster. But mm -hmm. I think they're trying to keep that. Are they fighting for new Japan or are they not fighting for new Japan aspect to it? And he would have been the only other option. Okay. Yeah, no. And, and, like I said, you do bring up a very good point between the, the Suzuki uh, history that he's got and the history that he has with Sakuraba and that stint in Noah. He's, it's not an unusual choice, but I think it was a surprise for ever. I mean, especially with a lot of the I, I remember there were a lot of people expecting Katsuyuki Fujita to be the one who shows up. Uh, there were there were a lot of names being thrown out there, but Toriyano was not one. No, it's got to be it's got to be Toriyano, right? Like, yeah, I mean, no, like, but I, that, and that's he's the, the thing. He's, he's literally literally his whole existence is just being a wild card. Yeah, he's a survivor, man. <laughs> and, and also, and also, he's got now he has like a serious thing with Suzuki Gun, right? I mean, like yep. that's that's a. It was actually, it's actually a really good choice. Almost a better choice than when it was Kenta, actually. I mean, other than their history, as far mm. as like knowing what we know after Wrestle Kingdom, that's, that's a perfect, that's a perfect setup. Yeah, no, it, 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 it worked. It was a nice kind of last minute, uh, a last minute replacement there on the, the NJPW versus Noah card. Like I said, if you want to catch it, uh, it will be on NJPW World and Wrestle Universe on uh, this coming Saturday. It should be somewhere around there. That will be one week since the uh, since it happened. Uh, we're gonna, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna stay in Asia for a moment. We're gonna move off of wrestling for just a moment 
because uh, while there was a lot of Japanese wrestling uh, happening, a lot of Japanese wrestling news, there was a little space news in China uh, over these past couple weeks. Uh, there's something I've been following a little bit on, on Twitter and through various news sites. A Chinese rover up on the moon saw a rogue spot off on the horizon that many people thought looked like a cube. There were some people who felt the, the all spark, right? Yeah. Some people the were like, oh, this yeah. it's <laughs> it's going to be aliens. Maybe it's the all spark. Maybe it's yeah. some kind of. Uh, maybe it's some kind of uh, maybe we maybe someone got left up there and they made a a, a shelter or that my or my favorite theory that someone posited it's where we it's yeah no there was there was one theory it's where we where we faked the moon landing because I, I thought person, it was the, I thought it was the, the moon landing on the moon on the moon exactly this person believes that we faked the moon landing but we got okay. to the moon to do it this is why it's my favorite theory of all because <laughs> or it, that's it, where the queen's been hiding yeah because there's escape shuttle. We'll get to that. We will. Okay. We'll get to the queen. Oh um, shoot! But, is there a queen? Is there a queen watch well, update? We might. We might. We'll, we might do some queen watch update in a little bit. But All yeah. Right. <laughs> but no. There were there were a million theories about what this rare cube up on the moon might be, and so the rover went all the way down to the cube. It took it a few weeks, I guess. They finally took a picture of it, and the cube is a rock it's just a random rock that was uh a, or maybe like a, a slight pile of rock but just it was just rocks it was nothing but rocks and i feel so bad for the the chinese uh space i don't know what they're the chinese I mean, space administration months and you know how you do you know how you drive <laughs> yeah do you know how you remote drive one of those rovers you send like commands to it like a computer exactly. so some asshole had to sit there mm -hmm. forward x1 Y one X one Y one like and I mean had, it's, it's and they had to just keep months. inching and they just had to keep inching that rover closer like, like you and you closer. tell it to move and what it takes like it takes like a day like to do like mm -hmm. to do it and it's and oh. and and you have to think the whole time they're thinking oh we we did it we've made the first major discovery on the moon for the twenty first century this is gonna be this is gonna inspire hope in not only the Chinese people but the people of the world in general. They were probably hoping in time for the Lunar New Year to have like mm -hmm. a big announcement. Yeah, because yeah, like because think about that. We are a spoiled race, the human race. We have gone to the moon so many times that people are bored with it. People are people got bored with going to the moon by the 1970s because we were racing up there. We played golf up there. We were doing everything up there. And so now the Chinese are up there trying to like make get that hope that we had in the seventies, get that and nah, it's just just a rock. It's still there's still nothing up there for them. Uh, but that's too many space movies to know how that what ends up. You don't take <laughs> anything, you don't touch yep. anything, you don't eat or drink anything, yeah. you just leave it alone. Maybe it's like unearthing anything on like, you know, they they dig up ruins here. <laughs> yep. Bury that. Let, let let the history rest. Don't no no don't bring that juju up. Leave it just yep. leave it alone. <laughs> yeah, maybe no, they, that... maybe they did us a favor and it wasn't just a pile of rocks and they were like, oh, it's just a pile of rocks, guys. Like you don't want to oh, fucking man. know what we found. Yeah, up they're there. they're making. I saw they're Armageddon. Making... I know how this works. <laughs> yeah, no. Or 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 what's that movie that's coming out? Moonfall. The moon is not what we think it is. Do you think uh, this was a viral marketing campaign for Moonfall? No, if this had been a viral marketing campaign for Moonfall, it wouldn't have ended up being rocks. <laughs> Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Uh, it would have it would have been like a <laughs> poster a for poster? Moon... yeah it would just been like a poster for Moonfall. Or like a, a QR code. Well, Tom, um, you're breaking up. Was that Tama? Oh, sorry. All good. One, two, three. Can you hear me? One, two, oh, three. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, I'm just saying. How how can we not tell that that wasn't a you know whatever it was we sent the Chinese had to send their own made in mm-hmm. China robot right? We just sent out. Uh, a damn James Webb telescope that could see how far away into the future, right? <laughs> so yep. it's really far, but we can't see anything on that. On, we couldn't tell what that rock was by now. Yep. It, it, that's what I understand. We had to send a, we sent this this little rover, and we got a damn James Webb telescope. Hubble, Hubble, what's it the called? Hubble te- yeah, the Hubble telescope. It can it can see in the future. It can see in the past. It can see all the way as as deep into the corners of the universe as you want. We can't uh, see the other side of the moon on that. That's the yeah. one thing we can't see. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised with the Hubble telescope. The problem is, like, you ever like get really like zoom in really deep <laughs> on binoculars and then like look at your hand and you're like, oh, it's too it's too close to the binoculars. Has I anybody been high enough to do that? Is that what you're asking? <laughs> All right, not me. <laughs> But look, I'm just, we should we should dunk on them and use the Hubble telescope to get a picture of the oh rock. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> rock on the moon or the performer formerly known as the rock you know what fuck it both yeah sit on it up there with that that flamethrower he had in dallas just yeah. burning his name into the moon yeah send him up there and be like uh guys you should look again we found something on the telescope and it's dwayne johnson in an astronaut outfit standing there on the moon <laughs> we laugh now but when that's his inauguration for president we're all gonna feel like shaman oh my gosh no he's gonna run uh let's see let's move away from the moon for a second and let's talk let's bring things back down to earth where shit's still pretty wild because the royal rumble is coming up Mm. not uh not far away it's only in a couple weeks already announced for the women's royal rumble and i'm going to use the exact words they used when they announced her knockouts champion mickey james so yes that's right wwe not only acknowledging impact wrestling but it bringing one of their active champions into the royal rumble but that's not all rumor has it that there is going to possibly be a a quote-unquote forbidden door entrant in the men's royal rumble as well which means that I, I think it's now officially no longer a forbidden door. I think we're now just straight up in the territory system because once WWE is like in on it, like it's yeah. it's not it, everyone everyone's doing it. Nothing's forbidden anymore. No, and, I, and I've said this for a long time. If WWE wants to assert its dominance, the best thing for it to do is to become the destination that other promotions mm-hmm. send their people to. WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, all that shit. When they what get a, a hood, rep whatever promotion you is, bring yeah. some eyes to the people. WWE man, that's place you got going. I think this is sorry to cut you off. This is an exciting good. time. It's yeah. really you got you got you got to position yourself as the NFL and then or like or like as like the NHL if you watch hockey and then everybody else is the ECHL. Everybody else is the CHL, AHL, right? And mm-hmm. that you're the big leagues. If you want to be the big leagues, you can't you can't never acknowledge people from other promotions you have to be the destination mm-hmm. so i mean put dudes put dudes in the hall of fame that have never wrestled at wwe that are at other promotions that have gone you know to that I mean, type of stardom they've technically like started that. to with the the legacy they wing have. of the the wwe hall of fame and, um but and they should inch their way into right i mm-hmm. mean and, and and other stuff you know 
especially with impact impact so easy to work with because they like they don't they don't push too many buttons they haven't really tried to call out you know i mean i know they have in the past but i'm saying they've been they've been good boys and girls lately and mm-hmm. and i think they should be easy to work with uh i know before they had some financial problems they had some business operations issues mm-hmm. but now that they've kind of grown up a little bit with their new owners mm-hmm. and everything and and i think i think it's smart money to to work with them well, and especially if NXT isn't going to necessarily be as developmental as it used to, because it's now that third brand and it's now at the point where like, the hell, they've gotten rid the last week they fired most of the coaches that were responsible for developing the talent in the developmental uh, wing. And so you're going to kind of need other places to draw from. Uh, and so like, I think Impact's great for that. I think whatever the form Ring of Honor is about to take, which is apparently tied to Impact right now, they have a Ring of Honor contingent invading. Um, and so it does kind of seem that like the, the, the old walls are kind of falling. And I think, I think that's going it's, it's the right time for WWE for these walls to fall because as people noted before they made the announcement of Mickey James, they don't have 30 women in the WWE right now, between all the budget cuts and the releases, they, they straight up need to pull some people from well, they either. Have, they, they have 30. I mean, they have enough. They have enough. I've seen somebody fill the roster. The problem is then they can't book the rest of the show with any women. Exactly. They, <laughs> they, they have, they have, I think it was something. They like, don't want to only have the women's rumble. They want to have the women's rumble and another women's match. No, but I I saw like I, cause I, I think they have over 30. If you start including people that haven't been on TV yet, Sure, or but legends. I mean, yeah, they have legends contracts with some of the women. Yes, those, but the I, count, leg- I count those people, and and that is kind of where Mickey James comes into it because, like, those legends, while they still count as sort of working for WWE, <laughs> doesn't it doesn't change the fact that you have less and less active talent in right. the Rumble than years past. I mean, hell, I remember just a couple of years ago where the Royal Rumble was like mm. it, it had more NXT women than ever. It was all focused <laughs> on the future of the division, and like half of that Rumble's. Gone with, this, now. with this rumble um, and how and how much they've trimmed their roster catering is going to be fucking quiet during those rumble matches yes <laughs> it's going to be a ghost town it's so what's that they're uh, still catering because right? oh yeah. no you're right yeah <laughs> yeah you know that part oh, of the well no they got the they, no, sorry the, the the card table with the ho-hos and and the ding-dongs yep. on it in individually wrapped snacks that's the yeah. that's the future of catering um but no it 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 does open up a lot of a lot of speculation because if if mickey james is in fact coming in as hardcore country impact knockouts champion free agent then that means that this you know this forbidden door uh men's uh uh, uh entrant could be, i mean it could be anyone i mean let's let's get Let's get weird with it. Let's get wild. Let's let's speculate wildly into the ether. Who do you think the surprise men's uh, uh, participant could be? I'm going to throw it to John first. John, who do you who do you think is the big surprise in the men's Royal Rumble, oh. whether it's possible or not? I'm not going to not going to oh, hold not, you to the not possible. Yeah. I think it's going to be Absolutely. Macho Man Randy Savage. There you go. Okay, let's keep <laughs> no, it. No. Oh. Uh, uh, let's see. <laughs> Let me pull Man, it back like... in. Let's keep it to living. Oh. Living. No, no it's, it's going to be it's going to be acting. his wax figure for Madame Tussauds. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean Jay Lethal doing a Macho Man impression. Oh, um, uh, so. I think I think that it's possible we can get somebody like Jericho. Uh, I saw the chat um, over here on uh, Twitch uh, twitch.tv.com slash Thomas Island. Uh, I've seen the chat mention him. Um, I, I think it's a good one because he already did the interview with Steve Austin. Um, mm-hmm. Also, he's the one that 
I think AEW would not want to lose by, you know, if he says, listen, I really want to do this rumble. And they say, no, man, screw you. You're stuck with us. He's going to feel trapped. And we know how Jericho acts when he feels trapped, right? Mm-hmm. He He's going to want out of his contract. Or we're not going to want to renew. Um, so I think that that could be a good one. Uh, I know I've seen people mention Mox. I think yep. it's, 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 it's now, now here's what's interesting. They've done a bunch of fuckery to change some storylines so that it's Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins that they're going to, they're going to face each other at some point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, they've been been bumping, they've been bumping heads a little bit. It wouldn't be weird if they made that shift suddenly. Right. Because also, also, also Rollins was in that storyline with uh, Bex and then versus Edge and Beth Phoenix. And now they've shifted that to be Edge and Beth Phoenix uh, versus uh, Ms. Ms. and, and, and Maurice. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't think it would be weird if they're setting up for that. The only thing is I don't know because I know that he's he's been having some issues and he's just getting out of rehab. I know he has another match. He has a, he's coming back. He, I think. Yeah, he's, he is. He, it's yeah. It is confirmed that he's going to be at the Hammerstein uh, on the what is it the twenty third for GCW. And there has been some speculation that if he's going to be coming back to action on the twenty third, it the the exact wording I saw was uh, it would be doubtful if John Moxley's. First, first match back is going to be for GCW. He would right. probably show up on AEW before that. It could be that, uh, you know, I, it, here's my thing. Here, let, me, let me give you the quick take and then we can we can move on to the next person. I think that it's got to be somebody that the audience already recognizes from WWE or it's going to fall flat because they mm-hmm. know, WWE knows that most of their audience, remember, you see Twitter, that's like, we talked about this before. It's like 5% of 5% of 5% of the populations on Twitter that watches wrestling. It's not like, you know, all 100 million people who watch wrestling are on Twitter. So mm-hmm. when you see ROH brought up, you see AEW brought up, most of the fans are watching WWE. They're, they're WWE folks or their kids. You know, they need the kids yeah. to pop for it, right? That's who they buy the merch for. So it's got to be somebody there people are going to recognize. So it's got to be somebody that was in WWE before. It can't okay. be somebody. I know somebody else brought up Moose. Uh, I don't I don't think nobody knows that he's, he'll show up. They're like, well, who the hell is this Joker? You know? Yeah, and gotta and be a pop. So it's yeah, it's it's a little difficult with Moose. Uh, he's he, I don't know. He's he's tricky. Uh, now, now, yeah, now, now, sorry, Jericho, if there's nobody though. Let's throw Hikaleo in there. Hikaleo, also an interesting idea. It's, uh, it's one way to get Bullet Club into the WWE now would be yep. through impact the Impact Door. Very, uh, very true. So. You could you could finally no no more of this OG club or whatever. You can have some Bullet Club <laughs> official through there. Karen, who do you think could be the the Forbidden Door entrant in this year's Royal Rumble? Well, there's, I mean, there's always the hope that John Cena or Dave Batista is going to come back. However, yeah, he left on good terms with WWE. Brian Danielson. Ooh, there's yeah. an interesting name, Daniel Bryan. And people it, know him, and a and lot still of makes people were mad when the, he left. The, the total and Divas a, crowd knows who he is. And well, <laughs> the Bella Twins are going to be in it, so why not? Yeah. Damn, Karen, it, you 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 threw that out there like 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 with some authority. I I'm I'm not a betting woman, but. If I had to think of like with, you know, Mox just coming out of his particular situation, I don't think him going back to WWE, especially with the revisionist history that's going on right now, would be a good choice. Same thing with CM Punk. I seriously doubt CM Punk is going to be one of the one of the people to rock up at the Rumble. No, because then he looked like a fool for talking shit recently, right? Exactly. So anyone of of the choices that are floating around AEW, Kenny's out injured. Hangman, he's grown a lot, but I don't know if the WWE crowd would recognize him. I don't think Adam Cole would be the one like thinking of all the recent WWE people that have gone over to AEW. I don't think any of those guys would be the ones to come back for the rumble, especially because mm-hmm. it had, they stayed, they could have been in the rumble. So for me, 
Danielson, Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson, whoever, DB, is the most logical choice. Okay. I'm I'm gonna throw uh, let's let's throw to Tama. What who do you think is the the forbidden door entrant in this year's? It's not Royal you, Royal. is it, Tama? Is it Are you X? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Damn. I, I, I was with I was with John there. I, I thought Mox would be a guy. Okay. I, my question is, Karen, with, with you know with uh Brian Danielson, is it too soon? Like it, it, it might be, it, it might be a little too soon for. Well, also though, he may have one to burn an appearance. If you think about it, some of these guys were left. If you leave, you know, and you have appearances left, you have to reimburse them for the, you know, whatever appearances you were supposed to have that they paid, mm-hmm. they prepaid you for. You know, sometimes you need an advance on your contract, whatever the hell. I don't know. It's, it happens, right? If somebody said, "Shit, I'd like to burn that at." I'd like to burn my last appearance at Rumble that I owe them still outside of the contract. Can we work something out? Brian Danielson feels like somebody that might have something like that going on. When okay. he left, he issued, he wrote like a, either was it interview or it was an open letter that he yeah, posted the, that. For, uh, I want to say the Players Tribune. It was yeah, a, a and thank it was you very, WWE. very cordial, very polite, very positive. Unlike many people who have chosen to leave WWE by their own accord or by not their own accord, his mm. was very diplomatic mm-hmm. and very open to not not that this is necessarily like it wasn't very like closed wham bam that's it it felt kind of open-ended mm-hmm. so the door maybe the forbidden door just has a little bit of a crack or maybe. like you kind of like you know like when you put like a tape over the the, the latch yeah. right before you leave just so you <laughs> kick it back open when you get a chance yeah. I, I, I of the options that are right in my the front of my mind right now he's the only one that makes sense to me Okay, yeah, I'm gonna I I'm gonna throw out a name. It's not it's not the sexiest uh, choice, <laughs> but at the end of the day, I think the year this guy has had, it would make a lot of sense. Matt Cardona. No, I think Matt Cardona because he's already he's he's a recognizable WWE talent. He's also been around just enough that they can bring up Impact. They can bring up GCW. They don't have to bring up AEW because that's the one place he hasn't been. It can be kind of like the Mickey James thing where they're I think, both. Sorry, I think he had a. I think he had a time at. A he, small, had a, a he had a. He had a. Yes, no, that that is and true. He chose, he, a, he chose or they chose not to sign him, right? Exactly. But what I'm saying is he he has that free agent credibility now, especially with all the stuff that he's been doing in GCW. I know we. I, you know that's why I said it's not the sexiest choice because yeah. like you know Dan, Daniel Bryan, John Moxley, these giant well, also big, Alistair, huge Alistair returns. Black uh, Alistair had some very Black, nice yeah. things to say on the way out. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't burn any bridges. He yeah. said, "Hey, I had a great time there." Uh, but moving on. But Cardona's whole thing has literally just been being a WWE superstar on the independent scene. He's like, I'm. I'm the the. The biggest fan of the GCW universe. He still I, buys their merch. He buys yeah. WWE action figures all the time. Exactly. And so it like, I don't know. I feel I feel like he would be someone they could bring in without it without it turning into, oh, well, he should have won the Rumble and they should have changed all the book. Because like if, if Brian Danielson shows up, you have the problem you had every time Brian Danielson doesn't win a Royal Rumble. If yeah. John Moxley shows up, you have the problem of, oh, well, now everyone wants the Shield reunion. Now everything's getting overshadowed by by John Moxley showing up. Matt Cardona shows up. You can just One be like, and done. Oh. Yeah, just, oh, Matt Cardona. Sh-. You can be oh, like. Oh, you're so right. It's so non-offensive, but also here's the not thing. exciting. 
the the thing that should be the biggest moment from the rumble should be the person that wins the rumble winning the rumble this way it can still be oh biggie or whoever won the rumble oh yeah and also matt cardona showed up it was a fun rumble it's it's not gonna be yeah see it's the not problem gonna, is, like it's I, not, I, that you're right you're no you're right you're right <laughs> fuck see, i always because, go back like, to when ronda rousey showed up when oscar won the rumble and completely eclipsed the entire fact that she won it but they had, plan- they go, had plans for go, R- ronda rousey but if you don't go over on rump if you don't go over at the rumble mm-hmm. the narrative is going to be well that's why they fucking let you go because you can't wrestle <laughs> right i mean that's the <laughs> yeah. fear you know what i'm saying because that's what people say people call them i mean and it's not true i want to be yeah. very clear this is not true i don't believe this but people say oh wwe oh you're wwe reject that's what the wwe fans think so if whoever shows up if they get tossed out and like the next after like the with the next entrant mm-hmm. it's gonna be bad that's bad optics and then Un- but, Matt, unless- but Matt Cardona can afford can afford those bad optics because he's a fun guy people like him exactly what about yeah, Braun Strowman then Braun Strowman mm-hmm. could be that but I think you still have the same problem of then people start talking about oh they they start to remember all of the ways Braun Strowman could have been and they think something. he's back permanently because he's so exactly you know, he doesn't yeah. have a like he has a home, but it's not so well advertised like AEW Impact. Bray That's Wyatt? why I think it's again, again it, and if he's back, absolutely. I mean, there's so back. there's so many names when you think about yeah. how many people they've let go over the last year yeah. now. So <laughs> yeah, let's just go down the list. I see it. Yeah. William yeah. Regal. Oh sorry, what'd God, you say, Tom? Regal. No, that, that's too soon, man. That's way too soon. <laughs> Samoa. They bring him. They bring back Samoa Joe one more time. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Samoan Joe, a Samoa Joe versus Samoan Joe, right? Oh man, Samoan Joes. Yeah, <laughs> new tag team. Yeah, Roman hey, what Reigns. About the name Cody. Cody <laughs> Rhodes would be an I interesting. Mean... <laughs> and, then, and then Trips I'm comes out right wrong. afterwards could... and throws them over the ropes. <laughs> I st- I think I think Cody being in the Rumble would be oh. perfect, like especially for the oh. character he's. I'm doing taking my right headphones now. off. I don't want to hear this. I don't Only hear if this. Triple H comes down after him. <laughs> no, but that here's the thing: it's not even <laughs> Triple H. Triple H doesn't get involved because this is another one of those moments that's designed to stab at the heart of Triple H, like all of the NXT oh, releases, no. like oh, all, no. like oh, letting oh, like, they I let go of Regal, it. they let go of all of his friends, then they let go of oh, uh, stop they, making they, sense, and then they. They bring in Cody. Cody gets to have a moment at the Rumble, and Hunter's still just at home dealing with whatever the hell got him in this situation in the no. first place. It was a it heart was... issue, wasn't it? Like he had to have surgery of some yes. kind. Yes, yes, but he he's also just been kind of uh, like he, outside of random he's... visits to the head the the future headquarters of the company. He's been kind of off in the off in the wilderness. He's been he's been. I miss Uncle Paul. Uncle Paul, come back soon. I I do too. But I'm, <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying, if Cody Rhodes shows up, it would be one more of it would be one one more I moment. I didn't even of, think. Of maybe Cody. they're just trying to motivate him to come back. You know, like oh look what's happening without you. Oh no, you better come back soon. I don't you know. know. Once I once I'd be I on saw... LinkedIn updating my resume. Like now nah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm no, done. Once, <laughs> once I saw that photo of Nick Khan and The Rock and the caption saying that they've known each other for 20 years. You don't think I it's don't. The Rock, though, do you? No, because it's not Ooh. a forbidden door. Like, he's not, he's not, he's not beholden door to anybody. Guy, yeah. He would be, I, I don't know. It would be hilarious if they were able to get The Rock you know, for the been, Rumble, they, but they've not. They've been teasing The Rock and Roman for a long time through yeah. certain methods. But I think that's only to attract or to be able to show the rock. Like, look, we already set it up. I got to do a show up. And I don't think they're ready for that yet. Also, yeah. I think he's filming. Something. Well, and also the, from what I understand, the rock Roman, they want, they are specifically saving for Hollywood. And so we've still got a full year before we actually have to 
get yeah. on that road to wrestle. We have a, we have unless, this road to WrestleMania to deal with before we head to the road to WrestleMania Los Angeles. Let's, unless let's, they do a Cena Rock thing where we have three uh, one night only matches, you know, for the last it, time ever for the third any, time. Anything's possible in WWE. Mickey James is coming to the Royal Rumble. Um, it it does. I don't know. It does. It does add that little bit of. It does add that little bit of buzz. But yeah, I I I wonder about Jeff Jarrett. It, Jeff Jarrett could be interesting. I'm seeing Jay White in the uh, chat, which could actually, also be if they go older, so old that that it doesn't feel like a forbidden door, but it's you, you kind of, but it's a forbidden door. Mm-hmm. You know, that might be that might be the way to go because he's a legend. If it's a legend or somebody that's been around a long time, it doesn't make WWE feel like they were so desperate they needed to bring some other talent from the outside. It's just it's nostalgia. Yeah. But I, I, I think especially the the rumors that are going around right now make it make it seem very specific that they're talking about a an outside talent in the chat. There's a very interesting uh, name that just popped up, Christian Cage, another Ooh. person who see- and they could just call him Christian and nobody's confused. Exactly, and he's all. It's a case of them uh, another guy who left on pretty good. Uh, <laughs> he's not going to be in the Rumble. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey. You leave my ace out of this. He doesn't need no WWE nonsense. You know, he's just going around doing whatever he wants. Stop with his broken hip. Leave him alone. Let him him convalesce. Kenta needs some time to relax and and to heal up. But I, I, yeah, Christian's an interesting name. Jay White is an interesting name, especially because of how much Jay White's been doing kind of in North America. It wouldn't be the first time uh, a New Japan talent wandered over to WWE. Liger did show up at at TakeOver Brooklyn. Um, And so, like, and Johnny Knoxville's in the in the Rumble already. Yeah, and who Johnny has Knoxville. Johnny? Who has Johnny? Who did uh, who did Johnny Knoxville go up against? Not, what I mean, mean? I, I didn't have like a regular match, but he showed up, and there was some fuckery where he 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 had a he had a jewelry store fight with Butterbean or a sporting goods store or whatever. Wasn't that in the movie? Yeah, yeah. But no, that's... I mean on the show, like he's he's made an appearance on WWE before, right? Oh, that I don't know. I I, I know the is Butterbean okay moment when you know he gets <laughs> gets knocked out and then the first words out of his mouth his mouth is is, is Butterbean okay? I hope he has that kind of moment. Uh, in the I I am well. Let's let since we're talking about the Rumble, let's talk about that. Johnny Knoxville in the Rumble, officially qualified by throwing Sami Zayn over the top rope. Uh, at, I have mentioned many times before raised a jackass fan jackass holds a, yeah. a deep deep place in my heart so I, I i'm all for it but what do you what do you think john of, of of mr knoxville taking a taking a turn in the royal rumble i love johnny knoxville mm-hmm. i think he's great he's he's willing to put his body on the line to do you know because he he feels like he can right he's willing to do it. he's willing to do the comedy yep. the slapstick comedy for real that that the three stooges only pretended to do uh, and, and I think that, I think that he's, he's one of the greatest performers of our time. Uh, he's a modern day freak show and he's perfect for this, right? Uh, because he's yep. stunt trained. So he knows how to, you know, he knows how to get his ass kicked and not necessarily die from it. He is getting up there. So I'm a little bit worried for him, but he obviously doesn't carry just a jackass three. He now looks like the movie, bad grandpa. Like he doesn't have to put on yep. the old man makeup anymore. Yep. Um, so good for him. I think that it's it's obviously it's obviously to promote right yeah because jackass uh jackass forever i believe is what it's called is in in theaters this february but i'm hoping it has long-term booking okay so you you want the you want the rest of the jackass guys to show up is that what i'm hearing you oh yeah like an invasion angle yeah yeah like you get giant oxville is the one that opens that forbidden door and then steve-o comes through and pontius and uh, he's got a special 
special place in my heart. When I was a kid, I grew up mm-hmm. with you know Action Park, and then he made that movie okay. about 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 Action Park, sort of. Mm-hmm. And and I, I ever since that, I realized we're aligned in some way. They're all he's also from up north like us, so he's kind of you know he's got them values. I'm here. I'm fucking ready, and I yep. hope he wins. Hey, John. Yeah. Hey, so I, my question is: Is Bam going to be in this rumble? No. <laughs> no it sounds he's out, like he's out of shape <laughs> well yeah apparently there was a whole kerfuffle on the set of this uh most recent jackass yeah, bam margera yeah, falling out right? bam margera was supposed to uh attend a certain number of days of rehab or something along. he was supposed to get sober for the uh the jackass four was not willing to and ended up just like straight up threatening the director of jackass jeff tremaine like it got yeah. it got weird i don't want to i don't want to make too light of it because i think bam's actually going through some really serious issues right now but uh yeah no bam margera not going to be not going to be showing up but uh, what is interesting is darby allen is in that movie yes he is darby allen is going to be in the the jackass and movie. it would be wild if johnny in knoxville shows up he's in the ring and then darby allen now up. there's there's a forbidden door moment because like here's the, yeah because like i keep joking about the fact that every aew show you get a peacemaker ad with uh john cena on on aew television and so now that we're going to be actively promoting it sounds like jackass and darby allen on wwe television turnabout's fair play i i, I those goalposts have been moved i guess because i cannot uh necessarily you can't you can't necessarily say that they're getting that they're getting that rub and, anymore now and, everyone's... And, and if there's money behind it and mm-hmm. power nothing has more money than a movie marketing machine especially yep. a blockbuster it is a blockbuster like jackass mm-hmm. 3 that's how they've oh, survived yeah. all this time all their movies you know they give them like the same budget that like transformers had right yep and they just say yeah build some big dumb shit and blow yourselves up and hit each other in the nards it's gonna be fun yep and then the rest, whatever you don't spend, we'll spend on marketing. Yeah, because they've done like uh, there was one where they like they did the giant shopping cart, like they did that, they yep. did that somewhere like in public to like promote the movie, and it wouldn't be weird because remember Vince will probably say no to a lot of things, but he's a businessman at the end of the yep. day, and he will not say no to money. So no, he will not. And I just gotta say. I know that we're all sitting here rooting for Johnny Knoxville to win the Royal Rumble, but if God, I'm if not he mis- wins, could you imagine like if I'm not mistaken though, there is a 24-7 championship just floating around <gasps> WWE that I feel like not just Johnny Knoxville, the whole jackass crew would be perfect for if we're trying he to be find entrant a way number to- one. So we could be like, I'm Johnny Knoxville and welcome to the Royal Rumble. <laughs> I'm Johnny Knoxville and this is the Royal Rumble. Yeah, this I is the Royal it. Rumble. And then he Sorry, just can- and then and then and then it just it all goes to hell. Karen's got her finger up. What's on your mind? Chime there's in. Also, there's also a popular wrestling-themed drama called Heels, starring Stephen Amell, friend mm-hmm. of Cody, mm-hmm. who plays a wrestler. That's so, very true. If yeah. you want to tr- do more of that Hollywood crossover, that might be another one to keep a uh, little dog ear on. Just kind of bookmark that and one for later. I'm not going to lie. That would be kind of wild if the actual Heels promotion takes place on wwe because it, it feels like the kind of thing that like it's AEW a really good would... it's a really good show it's yeah I, I i've seen the pilot i can't sit here and, and you know say that I'm, I'm the most well-read on heels i saw the pilot it has it has some very good stuff going for it but it's i just remember thinking yeah but i just remember thinking that because it's got so many independent wrestlers helping out behind the scenes and you know Stephen amell has the cody uh connection i i and cm punk is in the show i would have figured that like it would have been more of a topic on aew and so if, if 
what Karen says comes to fruition. We have Stephen Amell or I don't know one of the one of the the members of the Duffy Wrestling League show up in the the Royal Rumble. Like that would be that would just be wild. There's probably I think a he would be the, the only. Right? Yeah, it's it's also it's yeah. But I'm just trying to think of. Is it stars? Is that right? It's yeah, stars, it's yeah. stars. So it's like it would probably be a broadcasting issue. I'm just trying to think of like out of left field, but kind of has some. Well, weird it could be on AEW. WWE. Sorry, but I meant only the reason why it hasn't shown up on AEW as a thing is probably because of uh, Turner slash mm-hmm. uh, I forget who stars is, but yeah, no, HBO is not going to start giving stars uh, any any viewing yeah, any quite happening. this soon. But I mean, I, I and this match uni- would, uh, back in at All In was pretty good. So mm. yeah, for no, someone I, for I, someone who was just learning how to do it. I know, and he also had a ma- he had a tag match in WWE that was also very good. Like I'll never, I, you will never hear me say bad things about Stephen Amell in the ring. The man, the man, fucking went for it, and I think he's, I think he deserves all of the kudos. Um, but yeah, that could be, that could definitely be an interesting kind of twist to the Rumble because that's the thing with WWE is we're expecting it to be. You know, it could be a real person like Giant Knoxville. It could be a WWE you know, character like Zack Ryder, it could, or it could be a fictional character. I mean, like, hell, well, the, it, the Muppets are canon in WWE. Sheamus is related to Beaker. So, like, there yeah, is... And, are we uh, setting and, way too high expectations for this role now? hold on, I got it. If it's no, Cody, I, I, if it's I did my bit about, I did my bit about Cardona. I've set the, car, I've set the expectations where they need to be. Sorry, go ahead, John. <laughs> if, it's, if it's Cody, I have a stipulation. Okay. He has to come out of Stardust. Oh, that's how they make him eat shit. You want to come that. back? You want to do an appearance? You want to get over on uh, over here? You want to do a thing? You got to be Stardust, brother. That's it. Oh and or God. Dustin. And as honest, dust. here's the thing, though. If if he comes back as Stardust, does the Rumble appearance, it would be perfect for AEW, like with the way BTE and all of that stuff is tied together to have people just kind of constantly bringing up to Cody. Oh, so you are willing to like, go under the paint again what the fuck like no no but was- he said but he's like that's that wasn't me i don't know who the hell that was it showed up at the rumble yeah but it, it adds to that it adds to that because they're already at this point where everyone's like oh cody's going hollywood what's more hollywood than being like yeah i want to be in the royal rumble i'll do whatever they ask me to do to be oh you know, yeah. you know well, he, very- he, ha- he has a, a reality tv show now so mm-hmm. so if he's selling out to wwe for that one appearance that does put him over on aew a little better yeah exactly it, it, as the it, villain it, and yeah, I think I think it it really is in line with where he's at. I again, I think this this Cody and, and people will stop talking about his promos, like like yep. you know his garbage promo. He just needs because, to stop talking. Yeah, but no. but but people will stop talking. No, it we get it gets cold blooded when Cody comes up sometimes. What's I he gonna do? What's he gonna do? Fight me? <laughs> <laughs> They're not gonna fight me. That's for sure. <laughs> Uh, let, him, uh, let, him, let, him, let him let him come to Orlando. Also, oh, no. I'll, I'll 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 put him on a spaceship Earth. Whatever. Oh no 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 oh no oh gonna, this no is, this is gonna this is gonna go so wrong. <laughs> this, uh, I'll, uh, I'll show him the small world. I got let me pull up the legalese. The views and opinions of John Lavelle are not the are, views are, and are opinions going up, my dude. It's going up. Oh yep. Okay. Never mind. All right, let's see if we can get John to fight Cody. If we, if we, <laughs> we can get the if we can get the views. Screw it. Um, as as long as Cody's willing to fight on our plan, on our platform and we get the views, I'm for anything. On, on um, which TV forward slash Thomas Island. Yeah, sorry, sorry, John, you might have to take the ass kicking on this one. I'll be safe. I'll be safely in Chicago. Um, but 
No, it 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 I I do give WWE kudos for if it look, it's entirely possible that two weeks from now the Royal Rumble it comes and goes and there is no forbidden door entrant and the the whole thing is for naught, but they're entertaining the idea and that's a big step for a company like WWE, especially when they they try to make everything uh uh their own their own universe uh so to speak uh and especially i mean oh sorry it was ted dibiase jr uh on raw with johnny knoxville uh Corey. okay there we go yeah because i know i know knoxville had shown up i know they had tried to bring the jackass folks in right around the i was thinking if it was somebody memorable i mean not that ted dibiase jr is not memorable but if it was somebody still currently with the company i was thinking if they brought him in it would be you know they would try to do a callback uh mm-hmm. I'm sorry sorry somebody who's not with the company that's still big like if it was Brian Danielson or something then that's how they would you know bring them in and it makes sense but it's it's not a thing yeah I don't think uh, they would book no. Ted DiBiase Jr. I mean I maybe they would I don't know they booked Ted DiBiase a lot that's true uh like he, he had a whole like run on NXT with Cameron Grimes. oh yeah they, that's brought, true. they brought back the million dollar championship I, uh, I I wouldn't I wouldn't write out Ted DiBiase Jr. well thanks write, Corey uh in the chat right once away. again you know twitch.tv yeah shout out to everyone in the chat that's been joining along on this wild weird conversation where we we try and figure out we try and read the tea leaves and figure out just how wwe is going to surprise us uh, i it's entirely possible after doing all this talking we get hornswoggle which would also be fun but you know, oh i love hornswoggle especially if they do the uh he's been dressing like aj styles a lot more and if they can get the aj <laughs> styles hornswoggle in the royal rumble with aj styles i think that would be again a moment that's fun that doesn't overshadow the eventual winner like you know mox or, or some of the others would because <laughs> because ultimately it should be about the winner of the rumble so if he's trying to go like aj styles is he going to join the bullet club tama you guys you guys going to get hornswoggle because he could be like the 22 caliber you know no, he, he goes club. very he goes very specifically for the 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 WWE styles look. Tom, would you yeah. say no comment? Uh, yeah, no, I'm down. I'm down for that point. <laughs> Hell yeah! All right. Hell yeah! Engage Swaggle. I, I, I saw him do one of those YouTube videos where he sits and just uh, they 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 list names mm-hmm. and they tell you, and you're supposed to say if they're an asshole or not, like in real life. You know what I'm talking about? Like, hey, how'd you like yeah. working with these people? And they just they just like a hot seat. They just go this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. He, he really he really didn't have like a bad thing to say it about anybody like out of line stuff that like mm-hmm. wasn't factual like it was cool to see like he doesn't seem like he's a jerk off you know that's like yeah, chris no. hero exactly mm-hmm. yeah. chris hero is a good guy no one ever says a bad thing about him and i think he has very many bad things to say about anybody uh, i don't mind seeing him in the rumble but they're not going to bring him back i you know Bastards. you never you never know. Maybe Cassius Ono is going to pop back one more time. No, it, no, no, ha- no. It's Chris happened before. Hero. I know, I know, but it's it's WWE. Yeah, but the song's so cool when he's when he's on. It like, is. Oh no, oh no, it's tight. Um, but yeah, the Rumble, <laughs> the Rumble definitely seems to be coming. We were talking uh, about how Hornswoggle didn't have a bad thing to say about anyone. One person that apparently a lot of people had very few bad things to say about we just lost this past uh this past week bob saget whether you know him from uh america's funniest home videos whether you know him from full house or hell whether you know him from half baked he was america's dad he you mean was chikara uh, chikara commissioner bob chikara saget. commissioner bob saget he also had a brief run in dragon gate usa shout out to gabe sapolsky for for giving the whole story on uh on that 
But yeah, the world lost Bob Saget. We lost Betty White. 2022 has been brutal as hell so far. But I did, I did want to kind of, because it's because it's Saget, everyone has a Saget uh, uh, memory of some kind. And so, Karen, what did what did Bob Saget mean to you? Well, I was a 90s kid. So between Betty White and Bob Saget passing with like with literally within a week of one another and being comedy icons for decades, it's just like just when I thought like 2021 had done enough damage, hot out the gate, 2020 is like, nah, 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 nah. Guess what? Mm-hmm. So it's it hit hard, especially when John Stamos uh, p- made his posts on social media about the passing of Bob Saget, because Full House, that was my jam when I was a kid. I enjoyed Fuller House for what it was all these years later. But it was just like for me, Danny Tanner was like the, like the stepdad or like crazy uncle that everybody mm-hmm. knew. So it's just it's been it's been weird. It's I, I, I hope whatever. Of course, it had to be in Orlando. Just yeah, for the record, Jesus. I yes, just want it it, it's 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 it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel yeah. good. I, this feel, is the city feel, beautiful, and you're just like, oh. I feel part. No, I don't feel responsible, but I feel like it sucks. Like it feels yeah, worse. It's, it's yeah. Like at the Ritz Carlton, no less. At least but it was yeah, a good spot. At like, least it was a good hotel in Orlando. Exactly. Yeah. Beautiful. I mean, all kidding aside, if you stayed at the Ritz Carlton, you must have had a good night before that. Yeah. You know, at least. You know, I don't know. I'm trying to put a silver lining on something. No, it's it, it, yeah. he, he, it's it's a it's it's sad news because it's like it's like Karen said. It's America's grandma and Betty White and America's dad and uh in Bob Saget, and so it's it's tough. But John, what what about you? What do you, what any Bob Saget memories? Any Bob Saget uh, uh thoughts? Uh, let me start telling you. So so I don't know if you've ever heard this. There's a family, right? And they go into a town. Oh no, you're not doing the aristocrats. You're not <laughs> oh, doing the come on, look, man. I I I know we had a talk earlier about how there are not many fuck counts on the uh, on the Twitch stream, but nope. I, oh. I think the arist- the aristocrats is where we're going to draw the line. <laughs> if right. you don't know about the joke, the aristocrats, uh, it's a good go, documentary. Go, yeah, go Google it. I'm pretty sure any version of the joke I could tell you is going to uh, get us us banned immediately from Twitch because <laughs> uh, everyone but, you know. everyone has a version of the aristocrats. I I've worked on my own, and you know it, but uh, it's <laughs> it's not not a. Uh, we're not going to do the aristocrats here. It's not I'm for sorry. it's it's not for mixed company. It's not it's not even it's it's just not it's not for polite society. No, no, Let's by mixed company I mean us and then the Twitch bots that listen to yeah. us talk to ban us from uh, from Twitch. Exactly. Think, but 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 in all seriousness, Bob Saget, um, growing up, he taught me that you can live two lives in a way yeah. that 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 you can be professional. You can you can you can do some material that's 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 not for families mm-hmm. and at the same time you can still do a sitcom and do stuff that is for families that that it kind of taught me that you can have an on and off switch right mm-hmm. you can still keep the family because when he was doing america's funniest home videos his stand-up was popular yeah and his stand-up oh, was raunchy it was yeah. It was never a secret that he was this filthy motherfucker, for lack of a better term. And so, yeah. like, it it does become this. Like, it, it's one of I think the best, like, acting jobs in the world. Because like, especially America's Funniest Home Videos, you know that he can't say any of the jokes from his stand up. <laughs> but like, someone will say something, and he'll just give that look to the camera, and anyone that's familiar with the stand up knows like, he's got oh, yeah. he's got a million things going on behind his. Behind his uh, eyes, and, and and it was YouTube before YouTube, TikTok before TikTok, yep. you know, and yeah. and it 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 was different, you know. Like YouTube React videos are just about 
you know, the lowest to, for me anyway, sorry, but I don't, people who enjoy it, good for you. It's the lowest form yeah. of entertainment, right? It is the polar opposite of what America's Funniest Home Videos where, what is where the commentary and the reactions and sometimes <laughs> even sound effects totally oh, yeah. added value. There were videos that if you watch them on mute, they were dog shit, but then they won mm -hmm. because of the commentary that we put over it, right? One of the greatest American institutions and it's a great time capsule for the 90s. I think you could watch it and really understand what the 90s were like. Yeah. And God, man, it's just, it hurts. It's a deep cut. I haven't felt this bad about someone's passing probably since David Bowie. Like I would put that Ooh. on the same level of influence yeah. in my heart. Mm -hmm. And also because also he had so much left to give us. He was just, he just posted about how he's falling back in love with touring again. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, and how he's, he said, I'm, I'm addicted to it again, you know, to, to, to doing stand up and touring. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know, it bums, it bums me out. But uh, he was only 65. So like my yeah, parents yeah. are older than him. Yeah. I'm close to age in him. So it's, it's just, it's, it's really, really a I'm, bummer. Oh yeah. I'm closer to age to him than I am to, no, I don't know. So I was going to think of like somebody no, it, else. It's like to Tom Holland. No, that's not true. Uh, no, it, <laughs> it is. It's, it's humbling. It's the kind of thing that makes you kind of look oh. in the mirror, especially cause like, I mean, you know, we grew, a lot of us grew up with, with Bob Saget, like for my, my perspective, he's always, he's just always been there. He's always, you know, kind of been a presence, whether it was full house on, you know, Nick at night or whether it was, you know, uh, hell, I was one of those kids who watched all the comedy central roasts. And so I watched him bring the Friars club tradition. Cause like it, yeah. there was the comedy central roasts. There were always like the folks that were just there to say insults. And then there were guys like Bob Saget who showed up cause they were like, I used to go to the Friars club. I know how to do this. I'm going to like, I, he would fuck. He, well, he had he a legitimacy really weird with it. Because exactly. mo most of the people that were in those were not, were not in the Friars club. No, uh, Bob, but Bob Saget brought like, like, you know, legitimacy to that. Mm -hmm. And it's then like, when they, it, it, it's like at a, it's like a medical practice when you have to have the real doctor there and then everybody else mm -hmm. just does whatever they want. That's exactly what he was. He brought like the, he made it, he made it the prize club without him. Mm -hmm. It was nothing. Well, yeah, and it's it, it's hard to explain unless you've actually because like I grew up with a, a Friars Club joke book and it's like it's like folk music where there there are some structures where you'd see him take the structure from like a an old Borscht Belt comedian and he you know turn it into a bit about YouTube or whatever it was just it was like a magic trick he was he really was he was he was like uh, another person like this who just recently passed Peter Bogdanovich where he's that link mm -hmm. between old Hollywood and new Hollywood Saget was the link between old comedy and 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 new comedy right now. What about you, Tom? What, what, any Bob Saget thoughts? You know, I didn't really know a lot about him after the whole America's Funniest Home Videos or Full mm -hmm. House. Because, uh, like Karen and, and John, I was a 90s baby. Mm -hmm. TGIF, thank goodness it's Friday. We sat there every Friday and watched all the shows that came on and Full House was in. Yep. And I knew him as this like American dad, right? As this this real PG version of, of a white guy. I'm going to say it, you know, American. <laughs> yeah. and, and so uh, America's Funniest Home Video. I, I thought he was corny, but I was like, I appreciated it. You know, it, what I didn't know was his raunchiness until I saw the roasting of Bob Saget. And I was like, why would I roast him? <laughs> you know, and I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, after that, and I went and I, youtube like whole and i just fell through and i saw all this stuff he did his stand-ups and i was like oh shit no wait i did and and then 
uh, that grew a, a major respect. I grew up a, a major respect for him to see, like you guys were saying, one side, you see this side, and then you, to open up mm-hmm. a, a different side was like, it blew my mind. And uh, a lot of respect, man. I have a lot of respect for him. And ah, it sucks altogether. Yeah. My work, it sucks, man. It sucks. Yeah, no, we've, we've lost it. Thank you for the entertainment, for uh, being a part of shit, my being a part of my life at, at one point, you know, and shit, man, it made my childhood in the nineties memorable, mm-hmm. you know, part of it. So awesome. Yeah, in a way, in a way, he, he probably helped influence the good bad guy, you know, gimmick, right? I mean, <laughs> there you go. that was him, right? Like he two he, sides he, to every coin. Yeah. <laughs> you probably don't realize it, you know, but unconsciously just, yeah. And one of the things about the role he played as Danny Tanner was back in the nineties, the concept of a, a like a, a single father being in charge of a TV show, or mm-hmm. you know, in his case, it, he was a widower. But it, it was one of those things where you you had the concept of a blended family. It wasn't the tr- traditional nuclear family with a mother, father, and all of their biological children. Mm-hmm. It was the concept that family doesn't need to be blood, mm-hmm. and that you know, people marry and people leave, people come back. It was and, and that for us, that was a very very new concept back then. So it's it's just it was very progressive for the time that it was it was made. So it was to see him as a front runner of that was just it's it's something special that I don't think too many newer or younger generations would truly understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he he was he was one of a kind and absolute like like I said, either go check out Full House, check out that that roast of Bob Saget where uh, late comedian. There's literally a segment in the roast of Bob Saget where. Uh, Norm Macdonald, who also R.I.P. because goddamn, this past six months have been brutal. But Norm Macdonald is is roasting Bob Saget with like the tamest, oldest Borscht Belt jokes, where he's like, "Is is Bob Saget a wind current? Because this guy's for the birds." It's it's literally no one in the crowd is laughing except for Bob Saget and Norm Macdonald, and they're just it's literally just them making each other laugh. I like to think that they're doing that right now. Uh, very Absolutely. and. Thank you. Thank you, Saget. Thank you, Norm MacDonald. In a documentary, Hell. the documentary, The Aristocrats. Yeah, go check out The Aristocrats. If you don't, have the stomach for it. If you have the stomach for it. Don't eat yeah. while you're listening to them describe the various ways the family auditioned for thing. that talent scout. Thing. Yeah, no, because there's yeah, no spoilers. You know, wanna... No, no spoilers, but everyone, everyone has an, an Aristocrats. Yeah. Uh, everyone Google has an Aristocrats maybe, joke. Maybe yeah, Google go- it first. Google it first. Um, but if you and, and hell, if you if you have your best aristocrat joke, bring it to a happy hour this Saturday. We oh, do, okay. Uh, or Saturday, right. Sunday, whenever we whenever we do happy hour, it's uh it's it's not for broadcast is the best way to put it. But yeah, if you wanna come hang out with us, head on over to patreon.com backslash Thomas Island. Join that islander tier and subscribe. We do the happy hours, we do the hangout, we got a Discord, we got we got a Facebook group. We got a lot of ways to to chop it up outside of the podcast. But of course, if you're watching on Twitch as we record this, or if you're listening to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform or however you're you're listening or viewing it, thank you. Thank you so much. We couldn't uh we couldn't do this without you. I want to throw it to you, Karen, where can people find you uh if you want them to find you? If you would like to find me, you can find me on Twitch, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter at Hey Karen Sensei. Absolutely. And also make sure to look for her coverage over on Post Wrestling. Uh, shout out to the Post Wrestling crew. They do uh, they do great work. John, where can uh, people find you if you want them to find you? All right. Well, you can find me over at my talent uh, agent's office. You see, when a family <laughs> walked in, 
Uh, no, 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 no. Not for broadcast, John. Okay. Not for broadcast. Right. The aristocrats are not for broadcast. <laughs> Linktree.com uh, slash John Sebastian Dew. H-N-S-E-B-A-S-T-I-A-N. Um, you can find all my links there. Also, same name on, on Twitter. And uh, I'd love to love to have a talk. You know, let's 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 trade aristocrats jokes. Absolutely. Like I said, we will off air uh, tr- trade us all the aristocrat jokes you want. I'm just I have we have community standards to uphold. Patron, patron content. That could be patron content. Patreon. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll have to I'll have to dust off the aristocrats joke I came up with in high school. It's a oh. uh, Tama. Where can people find you if you want them to find you? Uh, you guys can try to find me if you can. I'll be hiding. He'll be hiding uh, at Tama underscore Tom at Tama underscore Tonga on uh, Twitter. If you want a little help in that in that search for A's hiding at the good bad guy Tama Tonga on Instagram, Instagram Thomas Island on Twitter and Instagram for all your podcasting needs. You can find me at Ross W. Berman IV on Twitter, Ross Berman IV on Instagram, Ross Berman Bandcamp for all uh, all the music. I got some new tunes coming out in February. We will be back at you next week with another episode, folks. Until then, enjoy wrestling. Enjoy yourselves. Get out there. Touch some grass. Breathe some fresh air. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful day if you let it be. So enjoy yourselves. Take care of yourselves. And we'll see you all next week. Thank you for listening to this week's Thomas Island. Find more great Thomas Island content like the Shotgun Series, Weekly Happy Hour Zoom Course with Tama, video versions of the podcast, and much, much more at patreon.com forward slash Thomas Island and visit at Thomas Island on Instagram and Twitter.